Yeah, what's going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I am your host, Rob, and I'm not alone. I have the co-hostess with the absolute mostest, and I celebrate her. Erica is in the building. What's going on, Erica? Nothing, just shaking bacon. Nothing. Child, I thought you had a ponytail in your head, but that was your cat behind you. Yeah, yeah. She she wanted to be included. She got FOMO. Clearly, clearly. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so last time we talked to the beautiful people, you were getting over the suds. I was getting over being almost 40. Um, I'm much better. I may sound a little groggy, y'all. That's because I was very relaxed today. Um, been finding a lot of peace, been been uh compartmentalizing some things and as i talked about on the uh, last episode been uh mitigating some emotional ties and uh i am taking to heart and i'm taking heed of something some very close people said to me they said you don't take good enough care of yourself you're always going above and beyond for everybody else and when you're going to do that for yourself and i'll get into that um with one of our topics but how have you been erica I can't complain, can't complain. I got my soju. I just ate a blow pop. I told you I'm waiting for this burrito to be delivered. It's hump day. I'm I'm prepared and ready. Mm, I remember the days when I had light responsibilities and people <laughs> order food. I'm the nigga ordering the food now. I'm like, this is so backwards. Like Oh, I haven't I haven't paid any bills. I'm just like I I All right, I'm going to hit the episode start music. All right, y'all. So, she done pissed me off. What's going on, y'all, you know? Uh we promote positivity per usual. Um we should hopefully in the near future have two special guests on the show working on that, man, but life has been good. Erica, oh man, you just pissed me off with that. I really wish I would. If I wasn't paying bills right now, I'd be able to buy a house by February easily. Yeah. <laughs> like, easily. But, yeah, 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 life is good. I hope y'all been get out there. I hope y'all been promoting positivity. I hope you've been taking care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We're going to get into a couple things today, per usual. And we have some exciting historical news. Stay tuned. fade out shout out to uh what's your cat's name again tootie you say tootie tootie okay I can't, i'm not allowed to say it regular tootie is a part of the show sorry yes y'all. she she just bumped into the microphone too oh bump box has 70 percent off ah, i kind of want one of those what is it the bump box the bluetooth uh boom boxes those things been oh. out for a minute I heard they was janky when they first came out. Um, well, now that Erica's here, let me cue her uh, headlines uh, music. Can't hear it. Breaker, breaker, breaker. She definitely can't hear. Did you just break her like a... I'm going to be quiet. Yeah, you can't hear it. I know. It's playing, though. We're going to figure this out. This is the part where you give the headlines. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting for my cue. <coughs> I, I need a light. I need a light to say on air something. Oh, God. Oh, okay. This, hold on. Let me start over. <laughs> and cue the headlines. All right. Breaker, breaker. 919. Anyways, so our first breaking news of the headlines is Patrick Dempsey was people's sexiest man alive for what, the year 2023? Uh, okay. Uh, they made a big, a big doo-wop about it. 
last night saying that it was gonna be dropped at midnight, everything. Anyways, next breaking news headline. We really? Have, yeah. Oh, that's uh McDreamy from uh um, McDreamy, Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. He like seventy eight years old. Okay. Oh, he's 57. Let me stop hating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got mad gray hair, yo. That's why I said that. Shout you know, out to you, Patrick Dempsey. All, all the moms, they they love him. They do. Um, so, and he was doing a little speed racer action and everything, too. Um, yeah, he drives cars, fast cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really follow him, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. I, every once in a while, you see his face pop up, and I'm just like, "Oh, okay, so you do both, cool." Um, the other other headline is breaking news: legit ten minutes ago, Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel has been hospitalized. He's been hospitalized since Tuesday night, and mm. still unknown of the reason why, still unknown of when he's gonna be released. But definitely thoughts and prayers out to him and his family. Um, yeah, seems just like a lot of things are going on uh, with people and their health and everything. So just please always take care of yourselves. Don't push yourselves. Don't run yourself ragged. Um, that. And then the last headline is something that Mr. Wilson knows about is <laughs> that North Charleston has their first ever black mayor, former police chief Reggie Burgess. Cute round of applause, man. History being made, North Charleston, South Carolina. Well, first of all, uh, peace, play, peace, prayers, and blessings. Um, I used to watch all that growing up, man, and that show was hilarious. And Keenan yes. and Kel used to have me cracking up. Good Burger. I mean, yes. all the stuff that they did. Um, the other show, Ah, Here It Goes. Yeah. Yeah, like those. Those are my guys, man. So I, I don't. I hate to hear that, but. Yes, North Charleston, South Carolina. If you are a longtime listener of the show, that is where I lived. When I graduated uh, college, I moved to Somerville, was teaching in Somerville. Then when I moved out of my aunt and uncle's crib, shout out to my uncle Joseph and my aunt BJ for letting me stay there. It's a broke-ass dude that just got out of college. Um, I moved to North Charleston, South Carolina. My family's from the low country area, so that is a beautiful thing, man. Hopefully we see some, some changes down in that area. And all the best wishes and congratulations once again. How <laughs> oh, Erica said, play, play. <laughs> oh, man. All right, y'all, those are your headlines. Ah. Yo, all right. Well, this is a question I need to ask you because actually I Uh-oh. have zero idea. I have no clue. Um, now I'm nervous. So no, it's homecoming season. So does homecoming mean anything to you? Like, so you just graduated not too long ago. Have you had a homecoming yet? Have you been back? Is it a thing? Well, I'll say this: I actually prefer going to my parents' homecoming mm-hmm. rather than my own because. They went to a HBCU, so oh, I prefer. Enough said. Enough said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so, talking about going to homecoming, I'm just like, I I, I moved out that city for a reason. Yeah, the crazy I, boyfriend guy might still be there too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that too. And then I was just like, you know, I never really immersed myself in that college, anyways, that I attended. Um. And that's also another thing is I never really immersed and I never really got to know all these different groups and everything like that. I was just kind of blase, blase. I'm going to get these grades. I'm going to get out, be done with it. But I don't see a reason in me going because also they're they're not a football school. They were more basketball. We didn't have a football team. It was non-existent. I don't have a football team. My HBC you don't? don't have a football team, no. But it was HBCU, so. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need it. Yeah, you didn't need it. Yeah. You you guys just were able to like jibber jabber, like catch up everything. The vibes were right. You go to the arts historic district in Richmond and yeah. you got all these different people. It's just it's just uh, not the same. It ain't. It's not the same. And where did and your um, parents go to school? Virginia State University. Okay, okay. That's you, where they you. met. Yeah. 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 Uh oh, shout out to love. Yeah, black love. Want to do some praise for Black Love? Hey, Will, Hill, 
Yes, 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 yo. Homecoming season is upon us. Shout out to my Claflin family, Claflin University. Shout out to my South Carolina State University um, friends, family, and loved ones. South Carolina State University and Claflin University are both in Orangeburg, South Carolina. They are right next to each other, both HBCUs. South Carolina State just had their homecoming. I, I don't really, I don't have a problem with State at all. I've never been to any of their homecomings, never been to a tailgate or anything, even when I was mm -hmm. in town. But I actually want to start doing that. Um, yeah. I'm going to get my life together. And because, well, one, you need a hell of a lot of leave for work because their homecoming yes. was this past weekend. My homecoming is not this coming weekend, but the following weekend before Thanksgiving and then Thanksgiving. Seems. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if I'm going to go, I want to go. I typically like to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So... I want to start making that a tradition for myself just to dive deeper into the HBCU culture and then just to yes. celebrate us, man. Because, like, college really kicked our ass. But, man, my Claflin family, I'm going to turn up. I have not been to homecoming, I think, in three or four years. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of people. I've been through a lot of shit since I've been to homecoming, obviously. <laughs> and um, I'm still in touch with everybody. But the one thing I love about my HBCU experience and homecoming is... It's like being right back in school, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. Like you see each other and like you're picking up right where you left off. Uh, but <laughs> I want to get into some of the things, the nuances, no mess, no, no real mess, but some of the nuances and some of this, the cool stuff that comes along with homecoming. So one thing for sure, I'll tell you this, if you have a friend, they especially if they went to HBCU, you should definitely go to their homecoming, uh, regardless, yeah. regardless of your race. Um, you should go. For the it's experience. a different world. Yeah, there's a lot of events too. Um, I need to get my stuff together and go to the full week of events. You know, like the stuff that is made for people my actual age right now. I'm still the <laughs> uh, come to the yard cookout, you know, with the noops, obviously. Um, and then what else do I do? I do the tailgate. <laughs> I do the step show. Sometimes I go to yeah. the basketball game. Um, and then I go to a party at night, but I don't really do the university stuff, uh, mm -hmm. just because, you know, I'm a kid at heart, you know, I don't want to be grown and sexy and having to put on the tux, <laughs> but you know, I need to get, I need to start doing that kind of stuff because, you know, I need to give back and participate and do more for my HBCU because it did so much for me with their experience that I got. So I'm working my way up to that. I promise y'all. But that's one thing, like the events are dope you get to see and meet a lot of the alumni and a lot of the people who paved the way for people like me to go there also you get to see the growth like when i got to claflin they were tearing down buildings and building new buildings and when i left they were building new buildings and then since i've been gone they got a new athletic facility i want to say they have like a new visitor center They've built new dorms. The dorms I used to stay in are, used to stay in are now like the nurse's office. Like it's wild to see the growth, the transformation, and the progression. Um, but one of the one of the best things is just the love. Like yeah. when, you, when you go with your parents, like do you yeah. just feel the love? I do, and uh, that was one of my favorite things back when I was touring campuses. We ended up touring them as soon as it was homecoming. Mm -hmm. and loved it so much and also i just associate uh homecoming with knowing like my parents like story and the history of like them getting together and things like that so it's like love that when they're always talking about like the stories of them being on the yard and yeah. everything that people were doing and things like that so i loved it so much being on campus and seeing that and also seeing like where my mom where her dorm was where my where my dad's dorm was like things like that or when they run into people that they haven't seen in a long time and yeah. they talk about the memories. I love that. Yo, so that <laughs> you just brought up the next point. Look how you just be flowing. <laughs> That's a beautiful story, man. I might have to have your parents on here to talk about that because, you know, we, yeah. need some, we need some positive, positive relationship stories. The hell? Sorry, I bought a new um, pillow for my for my spinal cord slash neck. Oh, wait. And it's got a, QR a new code. pillow. Yeah. Oh, is it like is it like the one where it makes you sleep on your back? It's supposed to be wherever, where, however you sleep. It's supposed mm -hmm. to keep your neck straight, basically. And it's like it's like a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. a little mountain. You gotta tell me how that is because it's I was been really about good. 
It's good. Okay. It's good for sleeping. Not good if you like to lay in bed and watch TV because you are Dang there's it. no there's no elevation. But okay. for sleeping, it's very comfortable. And it was expensive as hell. I think this pillow was like sixty. No, 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 no. Close enough. It was like forty bucks. Um, and I'm pissed Oof. because I, I missed a lightning sale on it. I was at work and I thought about it because my neck started hurting. And there was like a lightning sale on one of them. But you know when they do lightning sales on Amazon, they limit how many people get it. And it was like forty percent off, and I missed it. So I could have got it for like twenty bucks or something like that. But <clears throat> I just put it on my Amazon card. You know, whatever. And that's okay because Black Friday's coming up. That's not. A, I already bought mine. That don't you can help get me. Another. You I only need another. one. I got one another. neck and one head. What the heck? Anyway, so running into old people. Yo, so that's another thing about homecoming, man. Um, Not even trying to be funny. This is why it's also great to have conflict resolution skills. It's also great to deal with your trauma and your past because you may run into it again. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Ah, I remember... <laughs> It must be worse for other people versus me, but I'm I'm me. I remember one year two two young ladies that I had um Yeah, so I was walking on <laughs> campus and I'm it's so funny and weird cuz I just happened to be walking on campus, you know, walking to the yard to to get to our plot. And they were walking together just talking. I was, I was like, y'all y'all two would end up just being, happen to be together when I'm by myself walking by. So we small had Small campus. Very, yeah, that's the other thing, small campus. So, you know, it was a high rob and then I kept it moving. Uh, I, I feel like I've told that on here before, but that's funny. That was just funny to me. Um, cool people, no problems. But that that's like one of the things. And I don't have no beef or no drama with nobody, but I know some people who still kind of do have a little drama mm-hmm. and beef, which I don't know what it's over, but I'm just like, uh, I'm gonna need for y'all to deal with that because the reality is, the reality is, we are almost 20 years removed. Yeah. I graduated late, but you know, my class, I was supposed to graduate in 07. So, wait, is that 20? No, it's not 20 years yet, but you know, eh, like some of y'all. <laughs> Some of y'all still mad, like y'all want to fight people over stuff that happened twenty years ago. I'm gonna need for you to deal with that. Um, and it's also great every now and again you see professors still there. Is it almost twenty years ago? Am I that old? Yeah, it is. Four years away. Oh, so I wonder sixteen if any, years. I wonder if any of my professors are still there. I have seen professors. Isn't it great to give them hugs and let them know, hey, I know I slept in your class and. <laughs> I, I might have failed a couple of tests, but I went out and became a productive citizen of society. I did. Um, and I made a positive impact. And I got a chance to thank them. Um, so that's always cool. Uh, just running, just hanging out with my fraternity brothers and just being young again. Because y'all know, if you listen to the show, I'm an introvert. I don't do shit, right? So that's the only time I really go out, I party. Uh, don't really drink like that. Especially now, like my stomach was messed up and I stopped drinking for like four or five months and then I realized I could drink again. One, I'm you good. Don't feel like it. Yeah. Yeah, like after one, what three or four drinks used to make me feel, one drink makes me feel. And I'm like, this is where your tolerance should be. Let's keep it here. It shouldn't take three or four drinks to feel like this. So, you know, I'm going to drink light. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to party. That's going to be fun. Um, Erica, do you have any like old people that you just don't want to see or old people you would like to reconnect with? It's funny that you mentioned that yeah. because today I texted my friends and my friends, I've known them for 10 years. So we went to high school together and everything. Um, and I texted them. I said, you know, I went to the bank looking busted and everything and ran into somebody from high school and they said, oof, what bank? What bank? (laughs) (laughs) And I told her, I said that it's crazy because it's like you sitting there at the counter and both of y'all are trying to look everywhere in the room but at each other because y'all both don't want to acknowledge. (laughs) (laughs) How busted were you? I was busted. Like, like... Erica, you're a pretty busted. young lady. Why are you running around busted, yo? Because I was like running around the house and I was Oh, okay. It was I a was quick like run. Yeah, I said no one's going to see me in this outfit. 
everybody sees you everybody in the outfit. Everybody sees you in the outfit all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I texted him. I said, no place here is safe, okay? I can't go to Target. I can't go to the bank. I can't go get gas. I said, I have to look, like, not put together 24-7, but every time that I'm like, did they look like so-and-so from school? And I start shimmying and, like, speed walking as fast as I can through a parking lot to get away because it's just, like, some people I just don't care to keep in contact with. I don't care to see. I'm I'm gonna be so for real. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm with you on that. Cause some yeah. people be like, yo, we should get up. We should not. Nah, like, we nah. should not. We shouldn't. No. No. Cause some a lot of a lot of times that be they stuff ain't together and yours is. So yeah. they're like, how can I be like you? Uh it's called changing your fucked up habits. Like Yes. Between yeah. that or like if they see like my mom out and like my mom, oh, she's very like friendly, friendly and she and she also she knows like everyone that I used to talk to and hang out with mm-hmm. in school. So like they'll come up to my mom and my mom's text me. She's like, I ran into so and so. And I'm just like, well, unrun into them because I do not want to keep in contact. <laughs> that is too funny, yo. That is... <laughs> my, well, I don't I don't have that problem anymore. All my where my mom lives she lives where i grew up at and all my friends are gone like i think Mm -hmm. there's like maybe one person that i grew up with that's still here but my mom ain't never gonna see him she now my mom's retired she'd be home all day enjoying all the streaming services that i provide as she should i provide a lot for her i feel like a parent sometimes well they do say that you your parents parent you but at some point it switches gears and you start to parent your parents like, low-key, my mom don't need cable. Like, she be on the streaming services all the time. And then... She have a Roku? She don't need it. She got a smart TV, so it's all built in. Well, that's what I'm saying. I have a Roku, and if she wants cable or anything like that, just go on Pluto. I love Pluto. And... I stay on Pluto. Mm-hmm. And it's free. That. She only and watches then... the news. She uh, No, she watches the news. She does, like, watching Jeopardy. She watches like three or four things. Oh no, you know what? She like recording the soaps. She still watches soaps. Ah, uh, her stories. Got Gotta it. watch the story. Them story, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> we'll get back to, to, to homecoming in a second. I ain't gonna lie. My cause I have an older cousin. Got a lot of, shout out to my cousin Antoine. A lot of love, a lot of respect from him. Um, mm-hmm. like a big brother, man. And one summer he was watching like I was at my grandma's house, super young. And he was like watching his stories, but I was old enough to start understanding. I was transitioning out of cartoons into like real people TV. And yeah. I was like, man, how do you watch that? It's boring, blah, blah, blah. He was like, yo, I'm telling you, man. He was like, you sit down and start paying attention. He was like, once you, he was like, just start learning one character at a time. Them crazy stories. What's the one with the, the white background and the, and the, all, the wrote like it's like red writing? Bold and the Beautiful or Young and the Restless. One of them. Young and the Restless. I my think parents, it was Young and the Restless. My parents used to, um, they talked to me about that, how back when they were in school, they would plan their college schedule around the airing. Yo, listen. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> I mean, you had to. So y'all got to put this into context. Now, back when I grew up, there was no TiVo. There was no recording your stuff. There was no no re- certain stuff. There was no reruns. If you missed it, your ass missed it. The end. Or you had to do the most impossible thing, which I've never ever ever seen anyone do, is set your VCR up to record it. <laughs> if you don't know what a VCR is, go look it up on um, YouTube. It's literally like I'm I'm joking, but I'm not joking because I, as a teacher, I've asked my students what a VCR is and they don't know and I have to show them and they're like, what's like that's how you used to watch movies and I was like yeah. yeah and the quality was horrible I thought it was everything but I was like the quality was horrible you got to rewind the tapes I'm like y'all lucky y'all get whatever y'all want whenever you want it most of the time when it comes to entertainment but I digress I started getting into soaps man I watched it all summer and I really learned the characters and the story and I was really into the drama. Um, mm-hmm. It was cool. And then that same cousin is the one that put me on the Grey's Anatomy when I I think it was my first year teaching. I was real sick. And I was like, what should I watch? I watched Spartacus on mm-hmm. Netflix and then I, I got into Grey's Anatomy. But I stopped and watching And that show's still going. It got, it's just. It's... The, the storylines, when it becomes just so ridiculous, where it's like, ain't no way you're supposed to live through all that. Like, yeah. And work at the hospital. Hospital done blown up. 
everybody <laughs> gone. Somehow by the next by the next episode, the hospital put back together. Like, be yeah. so for real. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what's funny. The that part is unrealistic, but there's another side of it that's realistically unrealistic, but still realistic. And what I mean by that is, I follow. It's it's weird because they go through so much trauma and drama. Yes. And it doesn't seem like they affect them, but that's kind of like what it is today in real life. Like, yeah, I'm really thinking about the last 48 hours and like the killings and the shootings and all the stuff that I've seen. And like, you're desensitized. Yeah, I don't even think I, I mean, not to be rude or mean, but I didn't really feel anything because I'm, I see it so much and so often. I know it's bad and I know it's horrible. But, like, you wouldn't be able to tell unless I told you. Um, mm-hmm. And that show has kind of got like that. I'm like, yo, like. It's too much. Like, your man just got stabbed, you know. Like, you just gave him four ounces of blood. And, you know, two days later, y'all down the hall laughing. I'm like, huh? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, you, it's weird. But no disrespect. No, no, no knock on Grey's Anatomy. If y'all still watching, keep watching it. I'm too, I, I would have to catch up on like three seasons or four seasons and stuff like that, but I digress. Back to Homecoming. Yeah, running into old people is cool. Um, there are some people, honestly, <laughs> yo, I gotta get my homeboy Colin. Colin remembers everybody. He's one of my older frat brothers, um, only a couple years older than me. Yo, for two, I know this is how I know I'm getting old. I'm starting to forget people. Um, and some people have memories of me that I don't have of myself. And that's, I could kind of see why I drank a lot in college. Not alcoholic drink, but drank probably more than I should have. But there's been like this girl, this young lady. The last few times I'm with the homecoming, she came up to me. Oh, hey, Rob, big hug. How you doing? Oh my gosh. It's been so long. I have no fucking clue who you are. Like zero, <laughs> absolutely no, like it's pretty too. And I'm like, yo, like she got the characteristics of somebody that I should remember. And I don't remember her. Did and you hit her with the, Oh, Hey, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Took the hug. She's smelling all good. Um, I'm exposing myself. Hopefully she doesn't listen, but I'm mad because I'm like, yo, why don't I remember her? But I also have to remember, I have a lot of trauma. My dad passed away when I was in college. I went through a lot in college um yeah so maybe some of those memories are just jumbled around i don't know and i was there longer than i should have been out yeah and i was there longer than i should have been so um well i ain't gonna say should have been but i was there longer i was i was there extra year and a half so total i think um so oh no longer because i took i took a total of it i was in the area from 2003 to 2009 but i took a total i want to say i took a year and a semester off i can't even remember anymore but yeah i'm starting to forget some people and i'm starting to forget some of the things and they used to be like and I, oh it's bad when they hit you with the you remember how you used to no 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 <laughs> i don't i don't do that anymore whatever that was yeah that's exactly why i avoid people i don't need to be i don't need to remember anything from the year when i first decided i'm gonna drink Oh. I don't. I don't need to know. You got to yeah. share a drinking story with us. Uh, it, it'd be bad. We, 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 a majority of it has been with my parents, though. So I feel like I've been pretty tame, pretty yeah. cool. But, yeah. How yeah. bad? Uh, okay. I've never thrown up, but... That's good. There was an instance where... Mm-mm. And I'm a lightweight. There, but there was an instance where I was with my dad... Mm-hmm. And I I kind of just forgot the fact that I was a lightweight. And I think it was for my birthday, I want to say last year or so. Mm-hmm. And we had drank. It was, we were at a, like a bar in DC where they let you pour your own drink. What? Which was terrible. That's terrible. Where the hell, I need, what's the name? Get the name of that place, please. Continue. It's, <laughs> the hell? They give you like, they give you the thing, but they give you a cup, and then you just continue to like pour from that little bottle that they give you. Sounds like sake. And oh, it it had me tore up. And then we ended up over <laughs> at another bar, and this was back when I was still living by myself and everything. I kid you not, I fell out the car as soon as they rolled up to my apartment. <laughs> I opened the door. 
feet gave out from me, fell down like a little child, like scraped up my knees, everything. Oh my God. <laughs> my dad had to walk me to my door, unlock the door and then be like, you good? And I'm just sitting there like no. playing, laying on the floor, playing with my cat. And I'm just like, I'm great. I'm great. Can't you tell? <laughs> I, <laughs> that was one instance. The other instance, I want to say, oh my goodness. The other instance, what was it? I think we were in Vegas. I I went on a girls' trip for my friend's birthday. She was turning twenty. She was turning twenty three this past year. We went to Vegas, and you know that is like the worst city to been. be tore up. Oh, I loved it. We went. We went to go see Adele and everything. Um, we were at all these different bars and clubs, and I just remember the fact that we we're at this club and then we are at this bar and we took like six, seven shots that night. Oh, and I wild. told you, I, I am not a drinker. You're I am wild. lightweight. And they were heavy handed and our bar, <laughs> he wasn't even our bartender, our server. He kept saying, I'm going to take a shot with y'all. And I said, sir, I, you're not helping the situation because <laughs> you're pouring these heavy handed. <laughs> and Ooh. people were buying us drinks. And I just remember just feeling so tore up on that dance floor where I was just twirling. I was just like, I'm in a whole nother world. Yeah. yeah. And then in the Uber on the way back to the hotel, we got into an argument about different landscapes and everything about like, about like mountains and canyons. And because drunk. We, we were drunk. That's beyond. And yeah, I, I don't even know how we still, why they allowed me to be the one to hold on to the hotel room key. Oh shit. I don't know why. Uh, but we made it back. But the the jet lag and the the time difference being West Coast to East Coast. The three hours. Mm-hmm. My I woke up to my mom calling me because she said it's like four or five p.m. on the East Coast, and she hadn't heard from me all day. <laughs> <laughs> I just came back to life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I woke up and said hello. I was <laughs> like voice Greg like gravely scratchy just gone and I just like I can't even remember the night I just know that I was telling myself the whole night the room was spinning and I was just like don't Damn. you dare throw up I said don't you dare throw up I said you're a punk if you get up and throw up in that bathroom right now <laughs> <laughs> I, I will bully myself no. I will bully myself so I don't throw up because every time that they're like, oh, you want another shot? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, Look. And I'm like, we, we just going to do Peer a shot. <laughs> the funny thing is throwing up makes you feel so much better. Which is what I've heard. But I just, I can't get through with the whole motion of it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Where I'm just like, I'd rather just suffer and let the room spin and me just sit there and contemplate life. Then, I, then force myself to throw up. I just can't do it. I, now, I don't recommend it. Ooh, excuse me. Ooh. I don't like throwing up. I've only thrown up from liquor two times that I can remember. Uh, and I've told this story on here, so I'll make it quick. One was after I crossed Kappa, I crossed a, I brought over another line and we came down to Charleston and we had, it was. I think it was either four, it wasn't that many of us. I think it was only four of us, and we killed a whole bottle of Paul Masson. Whatever the bottles of liquor that range between that twenty-five and forty-dollar range, that size. Mm -hmm. But we hadn't eaten all day, and this is before Oof. everybody stayed open late. And me and my boy both threw up in the club, and these Negroes put us <laughs> back in the car and went back in the club in North Charleston, South Carolina. We could have gotten our throats slit and robbed, and they left the windows down, and they only left us with these words of encouragement: "Nigga, don't throw up in my car." So that <laughs> and we destroyed the Very vending humbling. machine the next day. That next day we hit that vending machine up. I was then and then one time ooh, it was after a breakup, man. Ugh, oof. That was when that day. Those that, those be the worst ones. Oh, that was the first love. The oh first, yeah. The you, first everything. You're on the floor hugging the toilet, like it's over. No, yeah. so it wasn't that type of drama. Um what happened? I actually don't think it was the liquor because I don't remember drinking that much. I had Pizza Hut, and Oof. I don't think the pizza was cooked all the way, the meat and mm -hmm. stuff. And I had a couple of drinks, and I remember throwing up 
Um, and it was embarrassing because I was around a bunch of people I don't know like that. I was with one homeboy. We went out to go do something. And I had to go. We was at somebody's house and I had to go step outside and I threw up. He was like, you straight, bro? You straight? And I was like, yeah. I said, I said, I feel better now that I threw up. Those are the only two times I can actually remember because I don't like getting sloppy drunk. And no. I typically get sleepy. Like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not a hype person. When I do, I, those, like, if you, because liquor is like a depressant, it depresses mm-hmm. me. Like, I really, like, yeah. it relaxes me. So I'll just be like, nah. There's a picture of me sleeping at home coming in a chair because I was Oof. Um, when I find it, I'll send it to you. But yeah, yeah, I definitely have my you. moments. I definitely have my moments where it's a stimulant rather than a depressant. The other time was for my birthday this past this past year when I turned twenty three. I took eight. It was like seven or eight green tea shots. Yeah. Yo, you wildin'. And I was with my parents. And a majority of all my heavy drinking, I'm usually with my parents when I start doing it because I'm just like, they'll take care of me. They'll put me to bed. It's okay. And no, you you just wake up on the couch, big homie. Um, but we took, I took seven to eight shots and then I went up and I did karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be damned. <laughs> but the crowd loved it. I'll be the damned. The crowd loved it. They loved it. I I hear you. That that was a good time. <laughs> I my dad he said you're gonna have to get up there and do the karaoke. You gotta go through that binder. And I said another green tea shot, another one, and another one. And wow. yeah, I threw them back. I said, listen, I I'm gonna give them a performance they will never forget. And I performed a Panic <laughs> at the Disco song. And I was jumping around. I was High just like, man, drunk. I could do this. Yes. You know, yes. I've noticed, I'm trying to think, the women that I've hung around, most of them when they drink, they, y'all get hyper. Yeah. But when y'all because crash, ooh, wee. It's a, it's a bad crash. It's a because bad crash. after every night of heavy drinking, I just wake up so groggy. And the other time, I stayed over at my friend's house and we drank the whole night and didn't go to bed until like five in the morning. Oh yeah, wow. Why why we wake up at seven in the morning? Her mom was sitting there because it was Mother's Day and I said, Good morning. Wow. Yeah, and I said not drunk for Mother's Day. Yeah, and I was so hungover and I said, I gotta go home. I gotta make breakfast for my mama. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off all the lights. <laughs> I had my sunglasses in my car. I said, I got to get home and get to my mama. And I, I got But you were already like sober when you got in your car, officer. Yes. Continue. Yes. I was 100% <laughs> sober. I was just so upset. I was just so upset that the sun was out and bright and it was hot. Right. And I knew the, I needed to get coffee. The sun and, did its job. And how dare you rise like you do every day? Go ahead. Yes. And then I'll right be through damned. my windshield. I said, tinted Do windshield the- for what? <laughs> I'll be damned. <laughs> I can see I you. It. Yes, I was so <sighs> mad. I was driving on 95, edges gone with the wind, trying to get to my parents' house. I'm bustling through the door. I fall through the door, everything. I'm knocking the door, and I'm just sitting on the couch. And I'm just like, I can't cook. I was like, I'm going to door dash her breakfast. And fell asleep on the couch my parents didn't wake up for like an extra like three hours and i said why did i wake up so early (laughs) you weren't actually up you were in survival mode it's okay yeah bloodshot eyes i had one contact in the other contact (laughs) gone like it just it popped out my eye when i was asleep i don't know for shame erica for shame it's been some growing growing pains and experiences with drinking i'll i'll say that so it's on the still on the topic of drinking and swinging it back over to homecoming <laughs> there is also the drunk guy or the drunk person at homecoming that loves everybody yo oh, so, the hugs yeah and i still feel bad to this day there's this guy he looks familiar but i don't remember going to school with him and one time the porta potties were on the side of the old gym because everything was outside and there's a hill and this dude was drunk, 
Mm-mm. And he was, I was coming down the hill and he was struggling on the hill and I didn't recognize it. And he reached his hand up like he wanted to give me that or I wasn't by myself. So I'm like, what is he doing? And what I realized it was too late because he fell backwards. See? He was trying to get support. <laughs> and, and you just watched that man. Did and we he helped walk- him up. He was like, yeah, man, your bathroom. I was like, all right, because sometimes the piss makes you feel good, too. Like, when you get that good piss out, it's like, okay, ooh, some of this liquor is gone. But the officers, you know, on the yard saw that. So I put them in the thing. They was like, that's your homeboy, that's your homeboy. And we left. I was like, I don't know who that is, bro. Like, leave me out of this. Um, so they, they stood out there and, like, I don't know if they made them leave or whatnot. But I felt bad because I was like, man, I was like, I almost caught him. But I mean, <laughs> he the fell hard, yo. <laughs> He probably woke up so so sore and bruised. He, he woke said, up Where sore. One thousand percent. Like he weighed one hundred and thirty pounds, soaking wet. He definitely he fell hard, yo. Because when you drunk, I mean, yeah. The, when yes. you drunk to the point that you can't, and this wasn't a steep hill. It wasn't like it was just a little little dip. And I was like, dang man, I felt for him. Uh, what else about homecoming? Oh. Just the tailgate, man. When so it's really dope being in a divine nine organization. So being with the noobs, man, we got our tailgate set up, barbecue going. I always get there early so I can make sure I eat. And I just like going around to everyone else's tent, hollering at people, just fellowshipping, catching up. Um, and it feels like it's funny. That's one of the beautiful things about social media. That's how we keep up with one another, you know, commenting, DMing or whatever. It's very weird. I DM far more than I text, which is weird, which I need to stop doing because some of the stuff we DM, I'm like, why am I giving them this data? Like these people could destroy my life. Anyway, um, <laughs> not really. But when I th- certain things, I'm like, nah, nigga, text me that. Like, <laughs> like delete this. Like, what are you doing? Leave it buried. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, we don't own this. Like, these people could be like, oh, he's coming. He's on the come up. Let's ruin him. Like, get out of here. Um, Late text messages or DMs from Instagram from podcasts and floors to Robert Wilson Jr. <laughs> from my experience podcast says he promotes positivity. But in the DMs, it seems quite the opposite. Yeah, dog, I was about to whoop his ass yesterday, but you know what I'm saying? They got me on voice memos because I do voice yep. memos. Done. And I can't hide because I got a podcast. So y'all literally have 295 samples of my voice. So I can't. Yep. <laughs> and you agreed to the terms and conditions. All the terms and conditions that I didn't read. Mm-hmm. All of them. But love that about Homecoming. Um, love the step show, man. High energy. High yes. high level competition. Um, love reconnecting with those lovely ladies. You know, um, I still got. There's one and a half crushes still. Crushes. It's, it's something just something about one of them is just something. There's both of them. There's just something about them. I don't. I can't. You gotta shoot your shot. No. Um, one is oh. absolutely <laughs> never in life. Um, just because of other t- decisions that I've made. Um, that's not really a crush anymore, but that was someone I, I did have a crush on. We're fond of. <clears throat> sure. Um, and the other one, um, I'm pretty sure I'm all the way in the deepest, darkest um, corner of the friend zone. So it, there's no point in even broaching this. I thought about actually saying something to her, but I'm like, there's no point in broaching that topic. Um, and I think we we may want different things in life anyway. So, but mm-hmm. I still admire her beauty. Yeah, and we're still cool. So um, there's that. So you see some people reconnecting. That's always cool, getting those hugs and stuff like that. But just having that sense of community and that sense of belonging, turning up like you did when you was in your twenties. Mm-hmm. It just feels so good. And I mean, even though some of my memories are embarrassing, um, had a viral song out because I was uh, doing a record label back then with one of my fraternity brothers. Um, Uh-oh. <clears throat> yeah, we had a viral song out before viral was out. We had one of those Crank That songs. It was called Crank That Roy. Um, funny enough. Let me hear it. I need to hear it. I've never told you about this. No, I got, I got you after the show. I'll send it to you. Um, but that's it's like me and my clothing line that was failed. <laughs> <laughs> Black people always fail in that clothing line. Let me stop. Yeah, Let me not put that yeah. in the atmosphere. You got to fail to learn. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. But yeah, so it, it's funny I mentioned that because we have a group. We started a group way, 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 way. I don't even manage it anymore, but there's a group on Facebook called, um, let me look it up. Because someone tagged me like every, at least two or three times a year, someone will tag me in the video. It's a group on Facebook. It said I was doing homework, then I ended up on Facebook. So I posted the song and all of our links and we had a ringtone and all that. I had like the whole description in Facebook. Um... January January 4th, 2008. Till this day, people still comment on that or they reshare it. And it for some reason, it comes to me and sends me an alert. I got one today. Um, That's just showing that by January 4th of 2024, y'all need to have a reunion. Mm-hmm. That won't happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is not happening. Y'all need to celebrate the anniversary and re-release. I just... No, 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 no. I just sent it to yeah. you. I just sent it to you on Facebook. Oh, I can't wait to listen. So, there's not really that many words. It's really about the <laughs> dance. But anyway, so they're going to play Crank That Roy and everybody's going to want me to Roy. Uh, that's what everyone say. Oh, I remember Roy, Rob. Remember that? Painful memories. Didn't make a fucking dollar. Um, but that's okay. <clears throat> no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> not... Not... Not with what I know today, but that's neither here nor there. Go viral on TikTok. Who knows? Uh, yeah. So that's the that's another beautiful thing just about homecoming, man. Just it rem- it's a reminder of a very interesting part of your life that that social bubble of responsibilities, but not the certain levels of responsibilities like it depending on your journey i mean some people had all the responsibilities of an adult but just taking your education into your own hands like for real for real without constant support constant supervision constant monitoring mm-hmm. and just learning and growing and bumping your head and kind of becoming an adult man you just that walk down memory lane feels great and it always feels good to know that I have a group of people that share so many things with me that I can call upon when I need them or just someone I know I can relate to. So shout out to you, Claflin University. <laughs> the only tough thing about our homecoming is that it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. So your leave got to be on point um, at work. And mine is not. So I won't even be able to go until Friday when I get off, thankfully I get off at three thirty. Orangeburg is only a couple hours away from me. Yeah. I'm likely, probably, I need to coordinate with my boy Bird. I'm probably gonna leave. I'm probably gonna pack my car and leave right after work. Just leave from work and get on the highway, take yeah. a shower, go in the yard, whatever. Um, it just depends. It depends on what everybody's doing. If everybody really ain't doing nothing Friday, I might just go Saturday for the tailgate or just come Friday night. Who knows? Um, but next year I want to, I want to come for a longer period of time, but that's neither here nor there. All right. Um, any other thoughts, feelings about homecoming from your point of view perspective? Uh, just that everyone should definitely go at least once because then you're going to want to go again and again. Yeah. I mean, most of the time you get free food and it's just a bunch of people hanging out and you see a bunch of spirit. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely good vibes. All right, y'all. So I named this episode without even talking to Erica. My apologies. It's called Fourth <laughs> Quarter. And part of the reason I call it Fourth Quarter is because it's legit Fourth Quarter. But we're winding down to the end of the year. Um, and I touched what? on it at the top of the show. I forgot what I said at the top of the show. At the top? Eh, something about like, I don't at know. The top. Well, we'll touch back on it. Um, what time is it? You got a timestamp? I ain't got timestamps. 48 minutes that no, 48 minutes and 44 seconds. Uh oh, you got timestamps? Oh no. You you with thumbs up like you got the timestamps. You got your, but you got your thumbs up like you got the timestamps. It's fine. I didn't even ask you to do them. It's fine. I just looked down. Um, so I saw it. 48 minutes and some change. I'll remember that. But um, fourth quarter, man, so we didn't just talk Last about quarter. that. 
Yeah, like for me, I'll, I'll sum mine up quickly, and then actually you go first because I think I went first last time. I need to. Well, no, I I usually remember things when you go first. You, you know steal my I mean? you steal from my memories. Um, <laughs> nah, fourth quarter for me. And was, I do it again. Is very is very. Ch- oh, I remember now. Thank you. You just reminded me. Um, I talked about my friends who said I don't do enough for myself. Yeah, that's going to mm-hmm. be a huge shift, and I'm going to piss some people off. Um. I'm out to really stop doing a lot for others, not to be an asshole and not to be mean, but I need to do a lot for me, mm-hmm. for what I'm trying to do and where I'm trying to be. I'm going to have to make a lot of drastic changes and do and take a lot of leaps. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I can't carry a bunch of people with me. Don't even know if I can carry anybody with me. Um, and people are going to take it personal. I know people always do. Because one of my favorite phrases is, which I've seen, is people don't like to see you be successful without them, right? And it's like, well, we all have opportunities. We all have chances. We all can make changes and significant moves to better our position and our situation. But for me, the question is, are you willing and able to be uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. Like, anytime I've had major growth, major change in my life, I had to be uncomfortable. Like trying to join a football team, you know, in high school, never played football. I was really, really naturally athletic. Joined the football team in high school. I got cut, but I met Jamil McLean, who is now a Super Bowl champion um, with the Baltimore Ravens. I met my boy, Andre Odom, you know what I'm saying? Who's a sports agent, you know? So I made some great connections. That was cool. You know, when I took the leap of faith to go to college and be on my own, when I took the leap of faith to join the fraternity, Cap Officer Fraternity Incorporated, yo, yo, did that. You know what I'm saying? Started a record label, did real estate, teaching. Like, mm-hmm. all these things were very uncomfortable, but I learned a lot. So I'm willing, ready, and able to do that. I need to get back into that mindset. But in order to do so, I need my time. I need my energy. I need my resources for me. So... For me, the fourth quarter, obviously, Thanksgiving coming up, going to Charleston, hanging with family, eating, chilling, having a good time, uh, and just going to reflect on the year and look forward to what I really want to get done next year professionally and with Pastor P's app. Y'all hop on Pastor P's app. We want to see y'all share those Thanksgiving recipes. What's up? Holla at your boy. The link is in the description, man. I'm definitely going to put some Thanksgiving recipes up on there. So please join us for the holiday season on Pass the Peace app. We want to grow that thing out. So I'm going to be doing that. December, I'm getting a root canal the weekend after my birthday. (laughs) Actually, that's my birthday week. My birthday, I think, is on a Sunday. And I'm getting a root canal that Thursday before Christmas. Because Christmas is on Sunday, I think, right? Ah. Yeah. So I'm ending the year. I thought it was Monday. It might be Monday. You could be right. I just know my dentist appointment is on a Thursday. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I don't have that much leave because I'm new at my job. And my manager made a good point. She was like, at least you'll have time to recover. So, yeah, that's what the end of my year honestly looks like. I'm going to more than likely spend Christmas here um, in Spartanburg Mm -hmm. chilling, um, which ain't a bad thing. You know, I got everything i need here honestly and my nephew is the center of attention main attraction so be hanging out with him and getting him some stuff man and just saving money because i ain't got to travel so i'm gonna thoroughly enjoy that i'm gonna enjoy the peace in my life i'm gonna enjoy the fact that i get to hang out with my mom who have not as an adult i have not spent this is the most time i've spent with her as an adult because when i grew up yeah once i once i left i left here in 97 lived with my dad came back to south carolina but i went to college so i never moved in with my mom graduated college and then moved to charleston south carolina the charleston area did that then moved to virginia so i've never we've never we haven't been in the same place for like however long i can't do math so whatever since 97 basically or 96 basically so it was it was cool to come back here and just hang out with her and like really let her see adult Rob other than, you know, yeah. we saw each other on holidays, really. So <clears throat> it's been dope. And I'm just going to continue to enjoy that and enjoy the energy and just enjoy the time. And that's that's the fourth quarter for me, man. And just refocusing the podcast, you know, definitely checking in on you, still recording episodes. I, I'll get with you to decide when we want to shut it down for the year. Cause yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to 
shut it down for the year. Maybe like, well, I don't know. I'm thinking like mid-December or something like that. Especially since I'm I'm having half a tooth in the back of my mouth. Um, Yeah. Oof, yeah. But y'all have fun in the fourth quarter, especially those of you participating in cuffing season. Uh, Uh, Good luck to y'all. Well, Thanksgiving (laughs) Thanksgiving is the playoff, so we'll see that. Um, Thanksgiving through what? Because February is like the finals. So, yeah, we're in the playoffs right now. That's going to be interesting, but... I, I've spilled my guts. What about you, Erica? What you think about the fourth quarter? Was it? Man, this last quarter, last quarter. I'm I'm only saying that because there's this guy in the gym. He says that all the time when it's like the last like 10 minutes of his workout. He'd be like, it's last quarter. It's last quarter. And I'm just like, he's so right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've really been reflecting a lot, I guess, the past couple of months and kind of just figuring out where I want to be and who I really want to be within this next year. And I know that sounds just so cliche, but hey, now we we have to live. Yeah, it's real. And I feel like you have to treat yourself as if you are the main character in your own movie, because I mean, it's the only way that you can actually know to one, sometimes not take things seriously and also two. Everybody has a conflict, a uh, resolution, the rising. Uh, forgive me, I forgot like half of the stuff from English, but everybody has it, yeah. right? So I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you all have it in the little plot line, whatever. So I guess this past couple of weeks, I've just been really thinking and really honing in on the fact that life is not. Life is yes, while it's serious, but also. Take a deep breath because you are not going to be able to control every single thing that happens in your life. You just can't. You can't. That's a fact. Yeah. And so it's like sometimes you really just have to question yourself as in like, I'm trying to control something where I know physically it is out of my hands. I, I know that, but I'm trying to live in the denial of it. And you just have to just let your hands go off of that rail. Um, so definitely just trying to tell myself one that tell, remind myself that I am still young and that a lot of people that you see that are successful in life, they didn't get their starts or anything like that until they were well into their adult years. Yeah. So it's like that to remind yourself that to stay, stay graceful to yourself, give yourself grace no matter what. Um, me and my dad were definitely talking about like different things about how you constantly have to keep moving forward, keep moving forward. Don't look back because when you look back, you open the door for just so much more when you already lived in that experience. There's nothing else that you can learn from that. So just take what you got from it and what you've gained and just keep moving forward. So I've definitely been thinking about that a lot lately, as well as Pouring more into myself and forcing myself to be uncomfortable. I get so comfortable with the idea of being within my comfort zone and just knowing that things are stagnant because I like my routine. But I know that I need to force myself to just be uncomfortable. I don't like really going out. I hate going out. I hate when I look up and I make eye contact with somebody. I'm just like, oh, don't look at me. Look away. Yeah, I'd be like (laughs) Yeah, so it's like I I <laughs> so that's one of the things that I am trying to force myself to do is no, you need to go out and you need to just be uncomfortable and just sit with that sometimes. So that because as you said, you cannot change if you're comfortable. Yeah. There, there's no way you cannot grow if you're comfortable. You have to be uncomfortable and yes, it's scary and yes, it's anxiety inducing, but you have to do it. And so I'm pushing myself to be a little bit more outgoing. I'm I'm a very social person when I choose to be, but I know that mm-hmm. I need to be a lot more outgoing and I need to present that a lot more instead of just being comfort being comfortable within my own little bubble in my own little world. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something I've been thinking about a lot this last quarter and also change is very scary, but also Stop associating it automatically with something negative. Yes. Change is also very good for the soul. So all these new opportunities, whether it's jobs, friendships, relationships, things like that, stop being so scared and stop looking for a reason to shut it down automatically as soon as something happens for you. Because all you're doing, 
really you're just blocking your blessings. You don't know what's going on. And also at the end of the day, you are exactly where you are supposed to be at this time. Yep. Yeah. Dang it. She's good, y'all. She's good. That's why she's still here. <laughs> Half of that was from therapy. Oh, what? Oh, I go to ther- I go to therapy. I haven't been in a couple of months, but I do go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's something that I really think That's everyone beautiful. should do. Yeah. I agree. I've only had like a few sample sessions and stuff like that, but um I was in a, unfortunately, I had to learn to work through some stuff before the age Mm -hmm. of conversation about mental health and stuff. But thank thank goodness I have. So people have asked me if I've been in therapy before. And I was like, they're like, you sound like it. And I'm like, nah, just doing the work, sitting down, thinking, making connections. Um, But yeah, everything you said, uh, 1000%, man. Um, You know, another thing I like to tell people is remember, you have a choice. It's your life one of the most beautiful things about life is you get to choose and you don't have to wait. You can choose right now. You're going to upset some people. You're going to ruffle some feathers. That's part of being uncomfortable. Like, like you said, I'm an introvert. My new job literally requires me to talk to damn near everybody. Yeah. I literally (laughs) cannot do my job properly without talking to a bunch of different people. Like, I have to. And I'm going to be teaching these people, like, everyone. I'm responsible Mm -hmm. for literally teaching everyone when they sign up for certain classes and stuff. So I literally, it's not like teaching. Teaching, I was isolated. They're kids. They're still people, but they're kids. You know what I'm saying? We connect. They're easier to talk to. Right. Way easier to talk to. And we're into the same stuff. Video games, anime, blah, blah, blah. As far as the adults, I only really had to truly connect with my team. And all we talked about was what we're doing in our classroom. Easy peasy. Did that for 10 years. Now I'm in a place where it's like, okay, yeah, this is your team. But hey, oh, you need this? Well, you got to talk to this person. Oh, you need that? You got to talk to this person. Go to my supervisor. Hey, I'm stuck on this. Can you help me? Yeah, here's this person's email. Reach out to them. And these are people from the top of the company, tippity top Mm -hmm. of the company, all the way, not I don't want to sit down in a bad way, but all the way down to like an entry level person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. that is not my normal comfort zone, but I like it because it's a reminder to be uncomfortable. And this is mm-hmm. a great change. I have a good, very, I, I love where I'm at. So, yeah. And, and practice makes perfect. She ain't hit me with the, let me hit this. <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting another drop. The music is playing. Let's holla at the brothers. Right on, brothers. Yo, that's going to forever be funny. Yo. That's, that is never going to not be funny. I truly don't know what else I could have said. We'll figure it out. I wish you could hear this music. I can't believe you can't hear this. I gotta email them and see what I can do about this. Oh, you know what? Wait a minute. Because I just make up my own music. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are six. Can you hear the music now? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. I was testing something because there's... Like, it comes out very muffled and almost like a chopped and screwed remix. I'm at that. All right. Uh, My brothers, <laughs> my brothers, my brothers, my brothers, my brothers, man. Make the choices that are best for you. Real simple message, real easy message. Make the choices that are best for you. It's okay. They're going to be mad. They're going to be upset. They're going to say things about you. They're going to talk behind your back. They're going to try to put you on guilt trips. And that goes back to what I said earlier. People don't like to see you successful without them. People don't like to see you grow without them. But here's the funny thing about that. The same way you're making the choices that are best for you to help you in your life and to help you grow, They could be doing the same thing, but everybody is not willing, ready, and able to put in the work. If you're willing, ready, and able to put in the work, don't let nobody stop you. That's all I got. You got anything for the brothers? Uh, I I actually have a sentence this time. Oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) 
I'm I'm just gonna let y'all know, no one's gonna be able to live your life but you. Okay, mm. just remember that no one's gonna live your life other than you. I'll be so damned. You have to think about how you want your life to look in the future, how you're gonna get there, everything. A lot of people can say different things to you, like, "Oh, well, I would have done this. I would have done that." They're not you. Live your life how you want to live it, because at the end of the day, you're stuck with you. That's it, and your decisions. No one else's. Yours. That's all I got for you. Music came in super loud. Um, yeah, that's. I agree. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Homecoming season. Shout out to Clapham University. See y'all in a week. A week yes. from now. Um, yeah, a week from now. You know, homecoming. Uh, yeah, and it's fourth quarter, man. What y'all doing for fourth quarter? Start winding down. Start relaxing. Mental health is very important this part of year, man. Uh, that that fall winter depression is very very real. I believe Hello. November is Mental Health Month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seasonal so, depression. Seasonal depression. That's the word I was looking for. What did I say? Don't repeat it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff, man. But you know, goes back to the the catchphrase of this show, y'all. Take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. That was Erica's cat. We out, y'all. Yeah.